Hey everyone, welcome to the Wannabe Balanced podcast. I'm Crystal Escobar and this is episode 115, Reinventing Your Life. Today I wanted to introduce a friend of mine. In this episode, her and I are just having a conversation about all the changes that we're making in our lives over the past year since so much has been changing for many of us. And we just kind of wanted to dive into this topic and go over some of the things that have been coming up for us over the past year since uh, COVID hit and so many things feeling unsettled, but also trying to focus on the silver lining of the whole thing. So I wanted to share our conversation. I talked with her last week and our conversation last week is kind of what sparked the idea to do a podcast together. So I just wanted to introduce her before I go ahead and play the recording of our conversation that we had earlier today. So Natasha Whedon is a mother of three and has been an entrepreneur for 20 years and in network marketing for 16 years, eight of those years in Isagenics. She and her husband, Rick, run Wealth Through Wellness, a platform that embodies living your best life through mind, body, and spirit and featuring protocols like the incredible ER Shred. Their mission is to uplift and empower people physically and financially and build communities living life by design. So let me go ahead and just play the conversation that we had because there's so much that we covered within this 45 minutes. This episode, we're titling it Reinvent Your Life because last week I had an awesome conversation with Natasha and I was excited to bring her on the podcast so that we can revisit our conversation a little bit, touch on some of the points that you and I touched on and it's just going to be a conversation really because I really That's enjoyed great. our conversation last week and I'm like I think this would be a really helpful conversation for other people to listen in on so I think uh, it would be fun to revisit what we were talking about a little bit last week but also you and I have also been talking a little bit before this mm -hmm. kind of adding in more thoughts that we've been thinking about over the past week since you and I have talked so really what I wanted to talk about was one of the biggest things that I felt like has been my, my struggles has been about the whole life coaching thing. And I, we'll start with that because that was something where I wasn't sure how to explain what I was feeling and what I wanted to do moving forward. And I think when I talked with you, it kind of brought some clarity, which also I wanted to emphasize the importance of having friends and having people that you can just talk with openly. And as you discuss what's going on in your mind and your heart with another person and get their perspective and feedback, it can actually help provide a lot of clarity in your own life. And it was the case for me last week where we were talking and I was like, thank you, Natasha. Like you've really helped me kind of understand what I was going through on a deeper level. And really what it was, was once I became a life coach, I felt so much pressure to now have my life all together. And like I was telling you, because in my mind, I think if I'm going to hire a personal trainer, I'm going to look for the most fit, healthy, healthiest looking person that yeah. I'm going to hire. And so suddenly when I'm faced with my own struggles um, and, you know, maybe it was just the whole midlife crisis turning 40, I don't know, but it was yeah. something 
that I was experiencing over the last five months or so that felt harder than usual. And I felt more uncertainty than usual, more uh, not knowing answers to life. And I was like, how could I be so um, confused at age 40? And that's why I felt so inadequate as a life coach and kind of took a step back. Like, am I even equipped to be a life coach? And I just, I felt like I just wanted to quit and, and not do it because I couldn't be that fit person for people. Yeah. And I totally, you know, when you were telling me this, it was like, you know, I'm a, I'm a little older than you. So, you know, (laughs) you're 40, I'm going to be 53. So I remember the, you know, I remember that time and, and I remember feeling like we needed to have it all figured out and what kind of pressure that felt and what pressure that was. But there was also this thing of our twenties, you know, when we were kind of silly idiots for the most part and just starting off and everything. And then our thirties were kind of really was about our children and our family and our relationship with, you know, our husbands. And, and then in our forties, I really felt like our forties was, is, um, somewhere of discovery, somewhere of discovery, of redefinition, of like, you don't have to be that or this. And honestly, Crystal, coming out of this year we've had with, you know, going through a pandemic, um, everything that's happened in the country, in the world, um, I think it's a time really to give grace, you know, um, to ourselves, but also to one another. As uh, you and I chatted and laughed about, um, you know, it just sort of felt like whoever you believe in, if it's God, the universe and all, I mean, through this whole pandemic, it was like, hey, you know, as a human race, you're not doing so good. You know, you're not getting Mm -hmm. along with each other you're not taking care of my planet, you're not, you know, you're just like, things are just going the wrong ways. And so go to your room, go to your room and sit there for a while and And think about what you've done. Exactly. It's like, I love that analogy. That's so perfect. Because I feel like it's exactly what has happened to us. And many of it has caused Mm -hmm. many of us to make a lot of changes. It's kind of, yeah, it has. And I think I really have to say, and no judgment on anyone, of course, we all, um, but I think the people who are sort of like, well, I'm going to wait till this is over, or um, we'll see when it's done. And when things go back to normal, I feel like they're going to have the hardest time. Yeah. Because expectations, you know, I mean, breeds disappointment a lot. And Mm -hmm. I think this is really what we're supposed to do is grow yeah and not go back to the way not go back we're all hoping okay once everything gets back to normal but it's like but what if it's what if there's a better normal and if we focus on one would hope yeah (laughs) one would hope that we would have a better normal so i just really feel like i mean here's the time to redefine here's the time to jump off that cliff or, you know, take, do that thing that was on your bucket list. Here's the time to change your life. I mean, 
so we're at the place where, you know, we've got two kids, one, one oldest is out of college, one's in college, one's going to college. And, you know, Rick and I are in this place where um, we really want to, I mean, it's, it's been a hard year, you know, and what it has shown us is you really can work and live and be from anywhere you want. So what's stopping us? You know, we've been blessed to um, dear friends of ours, my family friends, um, let us use their cottage. And we're in the Thimble Islands in Connecticut. And I don't know if you know it, but it's just beautiful. And the scenery and just the energy and even the people in the town, it is just, just gorgeous. And it's like, why not, <clears throat> you know? Why not choose to be in beauty? I mean, these islands, we took this like boat tour. These islands are right off the coast and people have gone over there, not now, not last year, not 10 years ago, in the 1800s and built houses on those islands. Can you imagine? And Rick was saying, gosh, we're like, we get so overwhelmed and stressed out and, you know, even lazy about, you know, the littlest things, but here these people, they saw something there and they did it. And why not, like, why not us? And, and also with Crystal, with what you were saying, when you were going, even you're going through your midlife crisis, your, you know, with coaching and who you thought, imagine if you could define who that is. Imagine if you could give yourself that grace because I know you and I see you and I see this gorgeous, dynamic, beautiful woman, mother, wife, daughter. And I can say, you know, oh my God, you know, and when you and I jump on a call together, we always have a great chat and I'm like, oh my God, you know, Crystal said this or said that, but we're so hard on ourselves and you're sitting over there going, oh, I don't know if I can do this. So I don't know if I'm you know, I know enough or I do enough where for someone else's reality, you're more than you're enough and you're more than enough, you know? And that's, I think instead of being judged by nothing wrong with education and everything like that, but degrees and certifications and things like that, especially now, life experience and heartfelt thinking and mindfulness and kindness and understanding and listening to someone and reaching out and taking their hand and, and helping. I think those things, there is. Yeah. I think that you said that really perfectly because I think that was the biggest realization that I've been having around this. Like why did I suddenly feel so inadequate once I became a certified life coach? And I think what happened was really comparing myself to other life coaches and thinking I was supposed to be exactly like them, like actually becoming a, a copycat of the way I was taught to life coach instead of just going into life coaching with my own unique approach. I didn't let myself 
do that because I'm like, oh no, this is the way to do it. You have to do it like A, B, and C instead of just going into it and being like taking the things that I learned from all different life coaches and mm-hmm. being like, oh, that's that part was really helpful. But I didn't allow myself space. I kind of put myself into this life coaching box thinking. But who could blame you really? Because of look at our history. I mean, we're in an industry that that promotes the best copycat wins and duplication and systems and stick to the protocol. And, you know, that's what we're told. And yet that, and that's a great way for where it applies. But I think for, especially now and this, the times and what you are trying to create, I think that is where you, you build the magic yourself and you create it yourself. I mean, I feel like you're, you're more of a free spirit and you and I, listen, we're both married to cancer men. There ain't no more free spirit than that. We've got big time dreamers and, yeah. and doers and they are, you know, emotional and passionate and they're like, you know, they can make anything happen and they will. And, and that's, you know, to navigate that, you have to be a little bit of a, you know, a, a boater, <laughs> yeah. or, you know, a swimmer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I feel like, oh, go on, finish your thought. I, I just think that that we, you know, we, we it, it's really a coupling of the two. It's knowing when a system or a protocol is going to work and knowing when you have to fall off the edge a little bit and let things just form themselves yeah. and go with that. I think it's that combination will really create, you know, the perfect kind of situation. I um, agree. And yeah. last week after we talked, I was really pondering this, our conversation a lot. And I was thinking, you know, what if I even decided to not call myself a life coach anymore? What if I just decide to have a different name. I decided that I don't want to be called a life coach. I want to be called a growth guide, like a personal growth guide, because I am very much passionate about personal development. But suddenly when I stepped into the life coach title, it made me feel like, oh, now I'm supposed to have everything all together. I'm supposed to have all the answers. Um, And I can't be as open and authentic. And you said that what stood out to you most is my authenticity. And I was like, thank you for pointing that out because that is the one area I feel like I'm good at. I can be very open and vulnerable about what I'm going through in my life. But then I felt like once I became a life coach, I have to be a little more private about my own struggles. And so I kind of felt like I put this wall up. Okay. Suddenly now I can't talk about that. I'm struggling anymore because then people will think, oh, why would I hire her? She's yeah. He's got a lot of issues. Right, right. So that's where I, I feel know. like I'm a bit better is if I call myself a personal growth guide because it feels like I can go back to the way I was doing it before, which is always sharing open and honestly about what I'm struggling with. And hopefully that's helping people, guiding people along their path in some small way. Absolutely. And I mean, I, I really think that that's a great idea to call some someone that. I mean, because yeah, I, you, the, the, the majority of people will, will do the whole thing, just like you did with the personal trainer. The majority of people will say, well, if she's got trouble, how is she going to help me, you know? Yeah. 
Um, I actually feel like your authenticity and your ability to be real and to understand how something is because A, either you're struggling with it or you have or and all gives you strength. I mean, I can, you know, I have um, therapists. I mean, I, I know them and we, you know, we've used them and my, my sister's a therapist. I find that yes, although very good at what they do and all, it's a lot of theory and some practice and, but may or may not be. And that's fine. I, like I said, not knocking anything, but I love, I love that because if you think about it, even the name Life Coach is not that long. It's, I mean, it's maybe a few years old. It's not many, I mean, there was, you know, there's always been a basketball coach or a baseball coach, but mm -hmm. Life Coach or Mindset Coach or the coaches that are getting us through life situations and they are not degreed, like there may be a certification or there may be something I don't, I think as we go through this uncertainty of where we are in the world, especially now where we really were taken out of our control, I just feel like there's places for this and there's places for these, these things. And if you wanted to call yourself something, I just feel like there should be a freer time where yeah. people are just a little bit less judgy and you know, this is the path to go on and this is the only way. And, you know, I just feel like that hasn't worked for anyone really. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you know, some people it has obviously, I mean, you know, people will go and do the thing and, you know, join a job and do their 40, 40, 40 you know, all that, that's not me. So I can't, I can't even get my head around that. So I just feel like it's time to really be listening, to collaborate, to like really talk about, hey, what are you doing? How can we find a synergy? You know, yeah. so, you know, like you guys, I mean, you've been are like trailblazers, right? With ER Shred and what's happening with us. I mean, has completely transformed my husband's body, his health. And it was really funny how it worked out because it was almost divine, Crystal, because February came along and um, March was coming and, you know, this, the, the word of this pandemic and all this stuff. And it started off with Rick and four other guys who were just not feeling good and wanted to lose some weight and decided to do an 11 day. And they, you know, had great results and they were feeling better and people, but people were locked down, they were gaining weight. They, so we had started doing one once a month since February. And then of course, you know the story. I mean, you know, Brad found you guys and then, and then it was just this, it was divine. It was so weird that we were already doing, you know, the original protocol and all. And then how we came together and how this community has been built. And if you see it, it's so amazing because it is this great community, whereas you and Sean and Jesse and Crystal, I mean, and, and um, Bob and, and Susan and Heather and yeah, I mean, I'm, we'll miss names if yeah. we keep, so let, let me just stop. <laughs> um, but it's just everybody comes with their own 
thing and it's it's help it's help it's i have something to give i i can help i can here's my idea and nobody's like well wait a minute where'd you learn that and uh what kind of credentials do you have so true we are all opening up to new ways of seeing things and just yes. accepting it as all right we're just going to try this out we're just it's gonna new? try, and, yeah. yeah. And it, you know, when we do our, you know, we do groups of shredders doing ER shred, two or three, sometimes in the month even. And we have a group like, you know, um, Rick is a very strict coach. He's like Jesse, he's like, you know, suck it up buttercup and all that stuff. And I'm not as strict and I'm, if you're gonna do something wrong, I'll, you know, come do it with me or I, <laughs> which is not good. Um, which is not good. But well, no, I like how you were mentioning our own unique ways of coaching people or just uplifting yeah, people, guiding exactly. people. It's just very unique to it's each It's unique individual. and it doesn't have to have a thing, but like, you know, we have a wonderful mind, mindset coach, Donna, and she's there and she's, you know, and then they're just people who are having experiences with our protocol, with their own health, with their own body, with their own soul. And they are sharing that within the group, Rocio, Stephen, you know, and it's That is such an important aspect that really hits home for me because that's where I feel like I thrive when I'm just allowed to be the person who talks about my own experience your own experience and that can help other people by just reading other people's experiences or hearing it through the podcast or whatever and and you are an expert if that's what's required at my own experiences you are you have to go through it good bad or you know ugly you had to go through it Mm -hmm. and um I think at the end of the day it's just of course, if something grave goes wrong, I mean, if there's like a big health, you know, like a disease or something, you, there's an expert you go to, or there's, there's things that have to happen. But I think where we're in this place of navigation in a new world, I mean, Rick and I, we really, our plan is really, I mean, we have this house with four or five, four bedrooms, whatever, and stuff and lots of beautiful art and things that my parents and and I just really would love to be free I would love to be free and I think we're tied to these things tied to the house tied to the car you know what kind of this what kind of that what furniture and it's just stuck and we came out here and we're out here in natural beauty and in this space of just being able to be and travel and meet new people and have experiences and teach them about what we're doing. Cause I do believe we're all gonna empower so many people in their health mm-hmm. and their financial, but and, and their mindset because it has to start from there, right? Yeah, and your experience being out there is probably helping you realize I don't need all the things that are at my house, the the cars and all the art and everything that's in my home. Like you're seeing, you're experiencing being in this cute little cottage in the islands. You're like, I don't even miss any of that stuff. So why am I so attached to it? Yeah, 
And it's really, you're really not. It's just ends up, you know, when you're around what you're doing and you're just around it, then it ends up being your reality. But we're, we're kind of shakers, you know? I mean, you know, we are because, you know, we're shaking people and we're showing them ER shred and we're showing people how to do something different and out of the box and not in the norm. And it, and it may not feel totally good and it may be a little bit difficult, but you're going to come out like a happier person, a better body, uh, you know, whatever your thing is, right? Yeah, yeah. But how do you do that if you're not open to that change? Yes. Know? And I do want to kind of touch on that because I don't think I've really talked much about the beginning stages of ER Shred here on the podcast. So mm-hmm. which you you brought, this is an important piece to it. Like we had to be open to a completely different way of looking at our diet because mm-hmm. if we're going on what we've learned our whole life, which is based on the food pyramid, that lots of fruits and fruits and vegetables and lots of grains are the best way to eat. Right. And now we're thinking way like, so we really had to open our minds to consider what if that's not true. And I feel like my experience leaving the Mormon church was okay. the beginning stage of me actually being able to open up my mind and consider everything that I've been taught to believe my entire life, just consider for a moment, what if that wasn't true and just explore it. And I think that can help you really start to step out of the box that you didn't even realize that you were in, first of all, and to have so many different creative ideas. If you just wipe away everything you've ever been taught and just look at it with fresh eyes and think, okay, what if we tried something, tried it this way? And that's kind of what Sean and I did. We heard other people Mm-hmm. doing this. And I remember Sean first telling me about his friend doing, just eating all this meat and like no fruits and vegetables. I'm like, what? Like that's yeah. the most insane thing I have ever heard. And right? I was laughing. I'm like, no way. Yeah. Like, and he, this guy who used to be vegan. So then I was just interested. Cause I'm like, wait, if he went six years as a vegan ended up in the hospital and now he's doing, eating all this meat. And I'm like, okay, well, that's really interesting to me. I want to know more. And I, I'm actually to my breaking point with my own health. I've been doing right. veganism for almost a year. I'm ready to try something new. So I was like, screw it. I'm trying this, even though it's like so out there. But yeah, like you said, we really do have to get to a place where we're willing to open our minds to the possibility of what we've been believing or the way we've been doing things our whole life might not be the right way. And maybe just try something different and completely opposite of what you've been doing. Exactly. And I mean, I think that's where, you know, a lot of amazing things have happened. And we, you know, we get stuck in the thing of like, oh, it's this way, it's got to be this way. And how can it be? And it's, I mean, when I saw the results of what you were talking about, the pyramid and everything, I I mean, the, the first time I watched it all, Honestly, Crystal, I felt like crying. I was like, oh my God, I've been lied to mm-hmm. for my whole life, you know? Yeah. And it's it's not that. And still, when we talk to some people who, you know, kind of just take whatever's reported and accept it, it's like, oh no, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna have a heart attack and get high cholesterol. No. And so it's just been amazing this journey. And and it's really just happened with us with this with this community, ER Shred, and, and, you know, Rick is a lawyer by background, so he's, 
he's a skeptic and he's a researcher. So, um, you know, all the things that, you know, Jesse and Susan talk about and Sean talks about and you talk about and all, it's like, he's, you know, he's reading about it and he's, you know, and then it's all making sense. And then as we put it in practice and people's bodies, like you see, are getting redefined and coming alive and all, it's amazing and it's wonderful. But then I want to say, like when you and I are having a conversation and you're like, I don't know if I want to do that or if I can do it this way. Or I'm saying, I don't know if I can just get rid of everything and Rick and I just live and really enjoy a, for lack of better word, free vagabond lifestyle, just traveling around and sharing what we have with new communities and new people. That would be just my dream life. Mm. And I'm just really like, why not? Yeah, why not? And the whole like simplifying has really rooted within me. I've always you know, talked about simplifying my whole life. You're like, oh, we all know that we should simplify, simplify is better, but I never really put it into practice. And I never, I don't think I even grasped what that really meant. I'm like, well, there's things that we got to do every day. So how can you simplify that? Because I would be like a busy mom doing all these things. And I'm like, oh, I just got to simplify, simplify. But I just really never knew how to do it. But now I'm really starting to consider ways of simplifying and I'm you know, doing it in all kinds of ways, which is ways that you're talking about, just like letting go of all your stuff and, and just kind of being in nature more and little ways that I've been trying to simplify is just removing all the choices in my life, which is really ties into the ER shred because my choices, I don't have all these choices and as much variety anymore, but it actually has freed me up to have a lot more time. So with my food, it's very simple. With my, now my makeup and skincare routine, I'm really, I'm really honed in on the products yeah. that I like, and I'm no longer going to get sucked into the newest, latest, greatest and be like, oh, I got to buy that. And then I have a whole drawer full of products right. that I've only used halfway and then on to the next <laughs> shiny new object. So I've gotten rid of all of my extra makeup and, and skincare that I thought, well, maybe I'll go back to that. I'm like, no, I'm just going to choose use uh, products that I love. And I'm going to stick with that. And same with a isogenics, like we isogenics offer so many different products, but for me personally, I just want to choose the five that I love. Choose the, what works for you. Yeah, we and just actually not have so many choices and yeah. with clothes too. I've gotten rid of a lot of my clothes and I wear typically the same thing. You know, every, I have like my favorite outfits and I kind of just alternate comfortable, cute clothes that I like, and I'm not trying to stay up with the latest trends anymore. I just want to have choices and I know what clothes I like. I know what skincare I like and the hair products and the, the nutritional products and the food. And it just really, and then my decor as well. I'm really trying to like have less clutter and it has really been so liberating to just have less things to look at, first of all, because yeah. I think that complicate, uh, overstimulates our minds. That's it. And you just feel lighter. And I really believe that it opens up more space for creativity. And that's what we all need right now. We're in this new uncharted territory. 
And it, we need as much creativity, as much imagination as we can muster yeah. up collectively and collaborate, like you said, be oh, part of a community. And we mm-hmm. all bring these different unique ideas and gifts together. And we're that much more powerful. And that's what we've seen with ER Shred and the community of over 20,000 people now that we've built. Amazing. And it's just like everybody's bringing something powerful to the table. Nobody's right. on a pedestal. I love that. I no longer want to have these like authority figures, these influencers, these people that were like, oh my gosh, they're so amazing. Like, why don't we just see us all as amazing and equal yeah. and not being like, oh my gosh, they're so much better than me because no. they might be better in some area, but they're not, overall, we're all the same. We're all yeah. just as amazing as the next person. You know, it's so important that you said that Crystal, because that is, I mean, you've heard it from us. You've heard it from Adam. You've heard it from different people in Bob in in ER Shred in the community, Jesse. It really, it has felt like a life, you know? I mean, a few of us like didn't quite fit in so much where you are before because you don't want to feel greater or lesser or anything. You just want to be where we're all humble human beings. Mm, yeah. How, you know, for the most part, pretty powerless. And it, but- re- it removes that pressure that we do place on ourselves exactly. like I was doing with myself as a life coach yeah I just realized I don't have to put that kind of pressure on me no because you just you sharing something within our community within the people and and who we are creating as our as our world nobody's gonna judge and ask you because they they know who you are they know your heart and we're we're there together and nobody feels above or below or you know yeah um so I just think it's so important it's so key to really be talking to each other like really be do using that collaboration piece because that thing is there may be something you're feeling like I've got this part of it great and then there may be someone who comes in on the other side and the part that you're not feeling so good about, they fill it. And um, isn't, isn't that really what it is all about? I mean, we fall in love with our best friend and there's parts of us that they fill, right? Exactly, yes. So, and then, you know- And we need to stop trying to be like those people. Like I always would look at the best qualities in Sean and be like, I should be better in that area. But now I'm like, no, why can't I just appreciate that that he's really good at that and not pressure myself to be like him in that way? No, it's very true. I think, you know, Rick and I both tend at times even compete a little bit, which, you know, it's not it's not comfortable. And he and I are both cancers. So it's like, you know, the competition and then the moodiness and all that stuff that (laughs) happens, you know? Yeah. So but yeah, I just think. I think this is, you were talking about simplicity and you were talking about creating a simpler life. I think it's simplicity for sure. And I think it's redefining. Redefining. I think it's not wait for, there's no normal. There's no, and it's not gonna, what we knew has passed. And you know what? Fine. It's let it, let it go. I mean, if we don't, you know, let something go, how will we have hands to find something better? 
I like that. Say that again. If we don't let go. If we don't let something no go, how to, no free hands to grab on to something better. Yeah. Um, my father used to always say, money comes, money goes. He said, you have to let it go for it to come back. Otherwise, there's no, if, it, if things aren't moving, then how will anything grow or get bigger, better, whatever? Yeah. So, um, but I do, I, I think the industry also, I think, you know, just what everybody went through in, in the world or during the pandemic of like losing careers and jobs and their nine to fives and their jobs and all that stuff. It's really a time to open up and think about other ways of being sustained, being happy, being healthy, being in a place of giving, being in a community growing aspect than just going to trade, a, you know, time for money or um, climb that ladder or whatever, because the, the ladder falls, the ladder falls. Um, I just think now is really the time. And you talked about just within our lives, you know, skincare, things like that finding out, you know, who are those people there who are, have their businesses and have that, you know, support and things like that. I think rising tide lifts all boats, you know, it's that, it's just, everybody will go together. And, and then especially Crystal, because it was just for me, it was hard to hear you say like, I don't know. I, you know, there, cause you are very authentic and you're so sweet and you'll, you don't mind crying with us and you don't mind showing your heart and you don't mind like, you know, bling. And I'm, I'm like that too, but I, you've got one up. You got a little bit more up on me. <laughs> but yeah, I get very emotional one as well. So for, for us to be, be able to be authentic and say and feel that way and all and not be judged and just be able to define what we can do and what we feel good about and what we feel like we can help other people and uplift them and make them in a better place. I mean, isn't that just the greatest gift? That has been the greatest gift for me. It's just, I'm the one that put this unnecessary pressure on myself, yeah. but I've been doing my podcast for, I don't know, three, four years now. And it has been the one thing that I always go back to. Like I've, you know, I did the whole Instagram influencing thing and I uh -huh. didn't like that. That wasn't, that didn't, was not authentic for me, but the podcast has always been the place for me to be the most authentic where I can pour my heart out and it's just so raw and real. And then, yeah, I just kind of had this like mind funk around becoming a life coach like now I can't be authentic because I have everything figured out you know because <laughs> I'm a no. life coach I have to be right. like yeah. don't worry guys just do what I'm doing and right. you'll be happy just like me you know yeah but and you know I mean and I can relate to that because I'm not where I want to be with my ER trip Rick is you know so there's that pressure too like I'm one of the coaches but I'm not where I want to be yet. And I'm not on point, you know, each time or many times. Mm -hmm. So I can either be a 
you know, phony and just say, or not say anything, or I can just say, you know, I'm still working on it. I'm still working on it. I'm still working on me. Yes. And And we should all be comfortable saying that. Yeah. Because not everybody is going to get like totally in shape and ripped like Sean and Rick. Yeah. (laughs) Some people are going to struggle more and it's going to take a little longer and and have some things that are going to slow them up, you know? Yeah. Certain things that they are not quite ready to give up. To give up. Like for me, even with the ER shred, I've been to me, it feels like 95%, like I do it exact, like, mm-hmm. and it's been 10 months, but I, you know, just coming out of Mormonism and not being able to drink alcohol for my whole life, that has been the one thing where I'm like, but I just finally got to have some fun drinks. And so that's yeah. the one area where it's just, I feel like now I just more recently, I'm like yeah. gradually going yeah we've made huge improvements. Like I, I don't drink mm-hmm. as much as I did 10 months ago, but I still was not ready to like give it up completely. Yeah. You know? That's exactly where I am. And it's like exactly my issue as well. Rick gave up drinking um, a couple of years ago, not even a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't ready. I enjoy it's moderated and everything like that, but that's, mm-hmm. that's definitely my, the, the big one for me. The too. weakness there. Yeah. Yes, and I think it's okay sure. to admit that we have certain areas that we're like, Oh, just not ready to do yeah. that quite yet. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. And, and, you know, I have done a, you know, a shred or two shreds without and stopped yeah. and that's been fine. Then, you know, the cravings and all. I just got to get to that point and also that decision. But I think that's where, I think that's where, you know, just with going back to the beginning on this crystal, I mean, we've all been through a very crazy year and showing and giving grace. I just really think it's so key and to just, be open to listening to ideas. And like you said, simplifying and defining, you know, those things. I'm going to be leaving. We have another week in this cottage. So we are so blessed and excited, but definitely I'm not sure about the time frame, but you know, it's filled my head and my heart and my soul and there's no going back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no you've been changed. Your experience is change you yeah yeah there is no going back to the way things were and yeah. that's a good thing because and and, and we you know I want to do that in other areas too you know I mean this is just in you know in relationships and all I mean Rick and I still work on each other as a couple I mean so talking about you with how authentic your podcast is when we first got to know you guys I found your podcast and binge watched it, watched the whole thing on the Mormon church and everything. I was like, wow, wow. (laughs) The first one I ever heard was one you'd just done, like pretty much pretty soon after we met um, when you and Sean were on it and you were talking about arguing and, you know, oh my God, it's been two weeks and we haven't had an argument. We're so good. (laughs) It was like you guys were describing us. It was so funny. Rick and I listened to it. We were laughing. I mean, even down to the part about the notebook and the movie and like he is always, (laughs) that's us. Like we will scream and yell at each other and then we love each other all of a sudden. And yeah. So yeah, (laughs) 
there's just I mean we just it's it's really it's been it's felt really divinely inspired this whole time and even though we keep saying it's a crazy time it's brought some silver linings and our you know ER shred and our ER shred family all of everybody and you guys are definitely a silver lining if not a platinum lining so I just think there's so much to be grateful for and there's so much that we can do. And this, I think we should just keep talking and keep sharing and yeah. keep being open and listening and helping each other in this new normal. It's yeah. not going to be the same. And honestly, nobody can tell us for certain what is what. Why that's not? so true. I think we're all seeking for that one person who knows and has all the yeah, answers. No. But and that's why been not my biggest struggle. I'm like, there's got to be somebody who has all the answers, but yeah. I haven't found one. I've no, found I mean, but why not us step up to it? Why not us yeah. be who, you know, if it was God or the universe sending us to our rooms, coming out as better people and being more grown and Yeah, amazing. listening to ourselves more. Yeah. I feel like that's the one area that Sean has really perfected he doesn't, he's so good at listening to himself and his own intuition. And it's something yeah. that I really struggle with. And he doesn't read a lot of books, but it's mind blowing to me, the things that he says. And I'm like, I read that in a book. How do you know that? He's yeah. Like, Cause I that's just know, like it's common sense. If you just listen to yourself long enough, you yeah. too can find these same answers that all these authors are talking about. Yeah. And so it's like, that's why it feels so good when I read these things. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, that's how I feel. Or they give me like answers that it, it feels good to me because I know that to be true in my heart, but I won't allow myself right. to believe it's true until I hear it through an author or a book or something. That is such a unique and amazing gift Sean has for sure. It and really the other is. One, I'm just like, you don't read any of this same. He yeah. Read, and he says it. He said, I he don't read books. But yeah, I just, and I'm just like, how do you know this stuff? <laughs> he kind of, I think he walks pretty strongly into his own. Like, he's not afraid. Like, okay, if it's, if it's a mistake and all and all. And the other thing he does really well, which is so much a part of this, is he loves on people really hard. Like oh, he yeah. really, he really gives, good at that. Noticing all the good in others. Yeah. yeah, he does. What can, I mean, what greater gift can you give? So I agree yeah. because I feel like that is another thing when we talk about doing things differently. I think that's another thing that we're all craving and kind mm -hmm. of striving for as far as things being different. No longer do we want to, praise the guru, the prophet, the right celebrity. We yeah. want to be noticed. We want to be heard. And when we, when, and when we see other people doing that for us, it inspires us to do that for others. And, and it's like, we are stepping out of that ego part where we want to be seen. We want the limelight. We want all the credit. And Sean is such a great example in leading out in that way, where he genuinely is not like, I want all the credit. I want everybody to give me praise. No. He's just like, let me shine the light on all these other people Everything, because they're exactly. amazing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the beauty of it. That's that whole we'll rise by lifting others mentality that he has, you know? Mm -hmm. And it is. It's what's grown this community and all. But I just really think as we 
get better and better. Like, you know, Bob's taking over like a lot of like helping people with financial and things like, and then Jesse and, you know, um, Susan, there's places we can all come in with our gifts. And you know what, Crystal? It can be called whatever you want it to be called. Because, you know, really, but it's there. And I think what, I think, it'll be amazing. I think we cannot hide our authentic lives or the way we can help other people is the best way we can. And we got to stop walking in fear of it. Like that's kind of just like, even like people who are like, well, let me lose all the weight before I say anything to anyone. And I'm, I never understand that. Or let me get healthy before I, you know, there's, I mean, just, if you have something just you know, but people come from that scarcity mentality that, you know, I'm trying to get something over or something. I don't get it. I don't understand it, but. That's so true. And I'm glad that you don't operate that way because like you said, you're like, I'm not where I want to be, but that doesn't keep you from talking about no, it. I, I still got to do it. Yeah. And yeah. I, and, and just because, and, and that's on me. Like I've got, I, I've got a girlfriend who's like, you know, well, nobody, I'm not doing it right. So, but I'm like, you can't speak for them. I'm not doing it right, but they might do it right. You know? Yeah. So just don't hold gifts back because mm-hmm. people need it right now. People need it in their health. People need it in their financial. I mean, at this point, I mean, you've got to have some kind of community driven way to. So true. I think the community something. aspect, I really do. Yeah. Somebody said that on our one of our recent calls that the the biggest game changer for them was the community. And I was actually surprised because I was like, what is, she's like, I've never been able to get these kinds of results and I've done all these different programs. And I'm like, well, what was it specifically that was like the game changer for you? And and it was like, actually caught me off guard. She's like, it was the community. And I'm like, really? Oh my gosh, that's such a beautiful answer because mm-hmm. it is so true to kind of highlight that as the number one most effective way to grow is having a strong, powerful community and people yeah. that you can collaborate with, that you can feel a part of something. I right. feel like that is doesn't get enough attention as it should. Number one is community and connection with people. It is. And I think there's a lot of ongoing conversation, collaboration, building of that, that we can do within yeah. the um, BR Shred community. We should have continuous growth on that as well because there's yeah. so many because that's all part of those logs in Sean's fire, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're all putting our logs on the fire. Yeah, yeah. A big bonfire. It's so exciting. I know. It is oh. really exciting. And, you yeah. know, it's so cool. Um, you know you know how it is to be able to do something like this with your best friend and your love of your life, you know? yeah. And um, yeah, and we do do things differently. And I'm super amazed and so proud of him. And he, you know, I mean, both of them are cancers and they have that thing, but, you know, Sean doesn't read, Rick does a lot of research, you know, Mm -hmm. but those kind of things are great too, because coming together with those, all those different ways of doing things can only just do better things, you know, and um, just the way they've talked about, you know, they're re- redefining who they are from the inside out and just even in the way they share and the way they love and the way they give and, 
you know? Yeah. So we've got, it's exciting. It's yeah. exciting to be and in it that. It's beautiful to, to watch yeah. all these lives being transformed. And most importantly, me being able to witness Sean's yes. transformation from the inside out. It's just yeah. like, Rick's wow, too. this is a lot of fun to see yeah. these things unfolding and grow, people growing and changing and just seeing a lot of improvements in their own lives. Mental health is just something that I'm Huge, passionate about. And this is really affecting people's mental health. I just think that diet Huge. plays a big role on our mental well-being. On everything, Crystal. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's well being absorbed. And Rick always said, it's not what you eat, it's what you absorb. And, you know, yeah. So, I mean, I just think it's super exciting. I'm so happy you and I had that talk last week because we were both kind of feeling some kind of, some kind of funny. Yeah. And we kind of brought it together and we were able to, and hopefully this touches someone and we continue. We just have to live our best life and we really can't be defined. Yeah. They connected with people because yeah, that's what has been really helpful for me is to, you know, as we're feeling so isolated this past year, it's just, there are creative ways of connecting with people like you and I have. We've never met in person. I know. (laughs) But it it feels like we have because we've had these Zoom conversations and it does feel like we're face-to-face. And I think that, yeah, more the more we can connect with people and be creative in ways that we can connect in safe ways, then we're just going to- Well, as soon as I start our vagabond life- um, Yeah, come out to Utah. You'll be be seeing us. Yeah. (laughs) oh that'd be awesome oh my gosh well this has been so fun Natasha thank you for joining me and just having this thank you this constructive conversation because I think it's it's needed yeah Yeah. absolutely so needed Crystal thank you so much for having me thanks for listening to the wannabe balanced podcast Get access to free resources available at wannabebalanced.com. If you love the show, then leave a review or share it with a friend. Until next week.